For more interviews with leading figures in Asia from the world of business and beyond, head to the App Store or Google Play to download the Tiger Hall app. One of the things that I learned was, you know, if you if you set a really ambitious goal and then you miss by a mile, the natural tendency is to change the goal, right? And reduce it. That's the worst thing you can do. That day, you just killed any chance of your culture becoming extraordinary. We are in the Tiger Hall with Rajan Anandan. Rajan, you are the managing director of Sequoia Capital India. And uh, prior to this, you were heading up Google for India and Southeast Asia. And before that, you were also heading up both Microsoft and Dell in India and the region. One of the things that you're very well known for in the industry is thinking big. And think big, think super, super big or don't think at all, almost. So I wanted to talk to you about this concept of thinking big and how you can drive other people to doing that as well. So starting off, what's the point of setting big goals if I'm never going to reach them anyways, is probably something a lot of people are thinking. So what are your what is your advice for those people? Yeah, I think, so keep in mind that when you make setting big goals, uh, the way you live uh, and the way you run your business, uh, you will miss many of them initially, but eventually you will start hitting some of them. And the ones that you do hit uh, will change your business. They'll uh, transform the company that you're in or the team that you lead. Uh, and, you know, if you if you do that with your with your life as well, right? By the way, at Google, we call them, uh, you know, moonshot thinking, right? Uh, and Larry and Sergey were the co-founders of, uh, of Google. You know, there was a saying at Google that, you know, uh, it takes the same amount of work uh, to improve something 10% or to improve it by 10x, right? It's just that you have to think differently. It's not that you're going to work harder. Yes, you know, some of that is also probably true, but you can't actually operate the same way, right? So a lot of companies, as well as, uh, uh, you know, more established companies, not startups, think that they're doing extraordinarily well if you're, if you're growing at 10 or 12%, right? Uh, well, but if you, if you set a goal to grow 30%, you may not end up at 30%, but one thing's for sure, you're not going to grow at 12%. Maybe for the first year or two, you'll end up in the 20s. But if you actually build a team that believes and is able to execute at those levels and think at those levels, um, you know, eventually you'll probably get to a 30% growth rate. So, uh, so that's sort of where, my, where, where this thinking comes from. Uh, you have to be comfortable with failure. You cannot be, uh, you know, setting very, very big goals. You also have to build a culture where it's okay to fail. But keep in mind that over a period of time, teams get very, very good at it, right? So when I started at Google India in 2011, we had a very small team. Uh, we had a business that was, uh, you know, smaller than $100 million of revenue. And uh, we set this massive goal to be five times the size of the market in four years. You know, and uh, initially, you know, we, we just thought it was crazy, right? We, did we did we hit that? By the way, we didn't, but we got there in five years, not four years, right? Uh, and, mm. and but but on that journey, we built a team that just simply believed that they could do anything. And by the way, this wasn't about me anymore, right? It was about the team. We built this incredible team. So it's a way that you think, uh, and then it becomes the way that you build teams. And then eventually it seeps into the culture, right? So if you go into a company that really does believe in moonshot thinking or, th you know, having these big goals, uh, you, you know, they're just not interested in, in sort of goals that seem very achievable, right? Because any goal that's a moonshot goal, when you first look at it, you look at it and say, oh my God, that can never be done. That should be the first reaction. Right. That's a good test to use. Uh, you know, if you mm. want to know whether your goal is, you know, is it a moonshot or is it a is it a sandbag? No sandbags in life. Cannot sandbag. <laughs>
That's a good point. So this philosophy around moonshot goals and moonshot thinking, it came about from Larry and Sergey originally, was it? And how have you implemented that in, in your life and your career outside Google? Yeah, so moonshot thinking at, at Google, obviously, Google's been a mo- you know company like, you know, it's been that kind of company, right? Uh, but mm. but I actually learned, um, I learned how to think big. I think one from my parents who are extraordinary, uh, but a bit crazy. Uh, they all try to do things that, you know, generally people would think were not hum- human. So I kind of grew up in that kind of environment, right? So, uh, you know, I wanted a bicycle when I was four or five, and my dad wanted me to do 100 push-ups, which actually, come to think of it, I still can't do. <laughs> you know, one of those one of those sort of crazy homes. Uh, very, very positive, but crazy. But professionally, look, I, I would say uh, it was at McKinsey. Um, I joined McKinsey in Chicago. I was based in Chicago office, but I spent two years in India. And I remember, you know, I really learned how to think big in business. Uh, Ranjit Pandit, who was a, a senior partner with McKinsey in India at the time, Ranjit was just all about big thinking. And you know, the great thing about this big thinking is if you work with people who think big and, and you respect and you work well with and you trust over a period of time, you just learn how to do it because that's sort of the way that Ranjit worked, right? You know, everything to Ranjit was like, okay, how can we make this 10 times bigger, right? And, um, you know, I didn't know what moonshot thinking was there. Then, you know, I spent two years in India and by the time I got back to Chicago, uh, you know, it was beginning to get ingrained in me. And, and then I, when, I, when I went to Dell, I mean, this is 2000 early, you know, to, Dell was at the top of its game. I worked with Michael for about a year in the US and, you know, you know to be Michael Dell, right? You have to be a moonshot man. So, yeah, and I've also sort of tried to seek out experiences where you can think big, right? So for instance, I am not a 10%, uh, you know, if you want to grow your business 10 or 15%, Rajan Anandan is not your leader. <laughs> you know, I just, I just don't know how to do that, right? You, you know, I'm not inspired by it. And number two, I probably don't know how to do that because, and, and if that's really what you want to do, I'd probably be the wrong guy. But if you want to grow it 10 times, you know, maybe I'm your guy. So that's sort of how it evolved over a period of time. It starts very early in your career. And I, I recommend to professionals, right? Uh, you know, very early in your career, work for leaders who are really thinking big, right? Because that's where you learn. You learn from working with others who, who think big. And then over a period of time, then you also start thinking big. And then the teams that you lead, they, they get that way. You know, I'll tell you, you know, towards the end of my tenure at Google in India and Southeast Asia, I would be astonished at the goals the teams would want to set. I'd occasionally say, are you serious? You think we can do that? They're like, of course we can. I'm like, great, let's go. No, because that's, that's when you know it works right it's one thing for you Mm. to think big but the question is can you get an entire team to believe they can do the impossible and that's when you know you've got it that's amazing because most people would think like but then you would fail these goals right and the next time you would just set lower goals in order to hit them or like how do you think about that and how do you deal with failure personally when you fail to achieve these goals well firstly you know you're setting a crazy goal right and your team should know that too and whole idea with a crazy goal is you want to try to get close most of the time and you want to hit it some of the time, right? So missing them all the time is a really bad idea. That means you have the wrong team, right? Uh, and, and But you should be okay with missing them, right? You know, sometimes, right? Or getting close. So you set an absolutely crazy goal and, you know, you got to 90, 95%. That's okay. And by the way, all this stuff applies except to revenue. With revenue, you've got to hit it, right? I mean, you just got to land it. And and with, with with everything else, you you know, with some of the other things you can set. But every goal can't be a crazy goal, right? So if you're running, let's say, you know, if you have OKR, some of your OKR should be really moonshot okay uh, key results that you're driving for right uh, and 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 the other thing is you know it's, it's got to be a part of your culture right it's okay to fail it's okay to miss and in fact one of the things that i learned was you know if you if you set a really ambitious goal and then you miss by a mile the natural tendency is to 
change the goal, right? And reduce it. Mm. That's the worst thing you can do. That day, you just killed any chance of your culture becoming extraordinary. So what I've always done, which people used to think were absolutely insane was, you know, we'd miss a goal by a mile. I just raise a goal. Just raise it. No, I mean, yeah. So the team, you know, initially is shocked, right? The team's like, what's going on? It's like, guys, that's what we're going to do because we are we. See, as a leader, if you can do one thing, which is build extraordinary self-belief in a collective team, right? And I say collective team, not individuals, uh, because the team is always bigger than the individuals, right? But if you can build this extraordinary belief, that is when you win and you win big and you just keep winning because this team is just unstoppable, right? And, you know, so it takes time, right? You've got to, you've got to do this. So, so you, the thing is, you, the first time you fail, if you say, look, oh my gosh, we're going to go back to 10% growth, not 30% growth or 40% growth. Um, then guess what? The team will just get aligned to 10% growth. So natural human behavior is to do things that are easy, right? Not do things that are hard. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, you say, look, we are 30%. Guys, we missed it. Yep. We're going to go 32%. You got to be kidding me. I'm going to 32%. Like, we're going to go 32%. How? I don't know. That's why we're all here, right? I used to tell my team, look, if it was easy why would we be here everybody would come by google ads online you know it's got a self-serve you have a self-serve product which is like huge just go there why do i need a sales team <laughs> you know we build these awesome products why do i need a marketing team if all we're going to do is grow by 100 million users you know if we can't get to 400 million why do i need a team so so you know you gotta you know in a nice way right you've got to create this sort of culture and it really is culture right and and the leader's role is to create that help create that culture but never ever mm. reduce change your goal downwards right just Raise it or keep it the same. Keep, keep in mind that you may miss it for two years either. in a row. Yeah, you may miss it for two years in a row. It's okay. The third year, you'll probably make it. And what I can tell you is you kept it there. Third year, you'll be back and you'll be back in a really big way. Mm. And you're not pushing timelines either because you said, for example, there was a four-year goal that you, that you no, so look, hit No, so look, we had a five. very clear goal of four years. We didn't get there in four years, right? But we got there in five mm. years. So, but look, I mean, to grow grow a business four times the size of the entire market in five years is extraordinary. Nobody believed it. I remember the first meeting I had, you know, with the whole team with uh, Nikesh Arora, who was the chief business, global business officer of, uh, you know, he looked at the number and I think he was just humoring me, right? I had a bunch of us. He's like, yeah, go for it. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but then, uh, you know, we, we got, so we got there in five years. Right? That's my whole point, right? If we hadn't set that goal, we would have probably taken us 10 years to get there. We got there in five years, right? But once we got there in five years, we had just gone to a whole new orbit, right? Then we went from there to doubling the business in two years, right? So, so, so this whole idea of, you know, things compound, right? Compounding. And, you know, the compounding of big numbers at fast growth rates is extraordinary. You know, you take That's a billion dollar true. business, if it grows 50% a year on year, the next year, you're going to be 1.5 billion. Then you grow another 50%, it's 2.25 billion. You grow another 50%, you're 3 billion. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. In three years, you just become a $3 billion business. You 3x at three. You know, it's crazy, right? 3x in three years, right? You know, big numbers with big growth rates are extraordinary. That's true. But when That's you true. have small numbers, you have to have really fast growth rates. You know, it sounds very easy, right? But what are some of the actionable things that leaders can do to instill this type of thinking in their teams. And I'm also thinking in terms of balancing between not losing credibility, because if you keep pushing crazy things and no one believes it, you also run a risk as a leader to to lose credibility. So what are your thoughts on that? It's a great question, Nelly. I, I think there's three things, right? One, you need to make sure you have an A team, right? Not everybody can go execute. Remember, moonshot goal is a goal, right? Life is about execution and business. So you have to have an A team that can execute at that scale, right? So making sure you have the right team is point number one. Most companies, they don't, right? And that's what I said, right? If you want to build a really big business and nobody on your team has ever built a big business, you know, my gosh, you're going to make so many mistakes, you'll probably get there like someday, 
but not soon, right? So you need to find somebody who's actually built a big business or at least has seen the movie before, right? Uh, so I think making sure you have the right team. Second is, look, goals are only goals, right? You need to have a detailed plan on how you're going to get there. So goal is, you know, that's just one thing, right? And that's where the, that's where the rubber hits the road is, you know, you got to do very detailed planning. And by the way, there's always going to be a gap, right? Because you set this crazy goal, there's going to be a gap that gets you, you know, you'll have a whole set of plans that get you to 80% or 90%. There's 10% gap, right? And that evolves over time. You start finding new ideas, et cetera. And the third one is execution, right? You have to be extraordinarily detailed and consistent and maniacal about execution uh, because that's when you start making progress, right? By the way, and, and I find that if you have those three things, right, you have a crazy goal, you start with that, you have an extraordinary team, you have meticulous planning, and you have crazy good execution, you can get it. You know the latest example? Elon Musk. You know, mm. Elon Musk had never built a damn rocket ship. He never built a spaceship in his life. Can you imagine what he just did? I mean, let's set aside Tesla, right? That, I mean, look at every single thing that Elon Musk has done. That should give you enough confidence. Now, look, none of us are Elon Musk or most of us aren't. But look, the things that you need to do, right? Build, build just absolutely the best team. Have meticulous planning, right? Elon knows every single detail of every single thing. So you need to know that, right? You need to empower your people. Uh, and then you got to execute, right? And, and so, so those three things, if you do, and look, if you do those things consistently, Nelly, as I said, right, you're going to miss some of them. In some of them, you're mm. going to get very, very close. In some of them, you're going to hit. And by the way, the ones that you hit are the ones that create their drilling. You know, that, those are the things that change the culture, right? And it becomes a way of life. True. So when do you celebrate? Because you don't celebrate when you hit 99% of revenue, right? But you celebrate when you hit 60% or something else. No, you celebrate when you hit the goal, 100%. Otherwise, so, you say, so then, great, you know, great job. Let's keep going. <laughs> so 10 really big goals. We have 10 massive goals. No, no, no. So you should not have 10 massive goals, right? So let's, say you have, so let's say you have five objectives, okay? And let's say in each objective, you have two or three KRs. So let's just say you have 12 KRs. Key results, okay, objective and key results, okay, objectives and key results. You know, you should have a few key results. So let's say three or four that are true moonshots. You should have a few KRs that are absolute must hit, right? If COVID happens, you're going to hit it. Well, COVID happened, now you got to hit it, right? Those are must-have goals. And then you have some that you know you're going to get there, right? So so you don't want like 10 because then the, look, organization can't focus on like 10 things that are like that, right? So, mm. so, so think of like, you know, having a few of your key results being truly moonshot. Those are the ones that really stretch. And, and you know, right? You know what's moonshot. And, and therefore, you know that there is a probability that you're going to not get there. And that's why as we say mm-hmm. like OKR 60-70% green is pretty good. If you're very smart about how you set the OKRs, meaning some of them have to be true moonshot. Some of them are going to be non-negotiable, got to land. And then some of them will be, well, you know you're going to get there. So, mm. so you're not putting 10 moonshot goals and then hit zero. No, nobody can that's hit 10 moonshot. I mean, look, uh, a team, right? Let's say, let's take Google India or let's Let's take Google Indonesia or Google Southeast Asia. I mean, you can't have 10 moonshot goals, right? They have one or two. Uh, I mean, usually, I mean, without getting into specifics, right? We'd have a revenue goal that was non-negotiable, but it was growing at 50%, like on a large base, <laughs> which most people think is moonshot, but that was not moonshot. That was like a must-have. Uh, and then you have, you know, like user growth, right? For for our various products like Android and search and so on. And then we have some ecosystem initiatives that we did that were really moonshot, right? Um, you know, Internet Sati, where we were trying to get women in, in rural villages connected and so on. So, so that's the way to think about it, right? Again, like you have to be, you know, strategic about these things. But I think you've got to start off by saying, you know, it's it's sort of this philosophy, right, of 10x, not 10%. And you've got to let that sink in. The most the difficult thing to do, by the way, as a leader, is to muster up the courage for you to step up to the plate. 
right? And you'd be amazed once you step up there, like your teams initially, they'll be in disbelief and so on, but then they'll follow you, right? Interesting. So for anyone who's listening to this, and they think you've had an amazing career, and you've done some really cool things, and they also want to master this big thinking concept. What message do you want to leave them with? You know, just try it. Try it. You know, take something that you're working on. And instead of thinking 10%, just think 10x. Right? Uh, let's say you're leading a team, right? So for your team, let's say there are three or four things you're trying to get done, pick one of those things, and say, let's do this 10x. Right. Then get your team to go build a plan to get there and then just be crazy about execution. Right. Detailed, granular, uh, you know, extraordinary execution and just keep doing that. Right. Uh, so I'd say, look, the only way to do this is to start doing it is get practice at it. And over time, you'll get much better at it. And if you're in a company or a team uh, that doesn't want you to think this way, go do something else. Because, you know, I think life's too short to be in companies that want to only do something, improve 10 percent. Then come join Tiger Hall instead. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, Tiger Hall. Tiger Hall's definitely got a, you know, set of moonshot goals. Absolutely. Excellent. This was really good, Rajan. Thanks a lot for being part of this. All right. Thank you, Nelly. Great to be here.